All right. All right, everybody. I want to welcome y'all to a live You Need a Horror podcast. Live and in stereo. In stereo. 2.0, maybe not 5.1, but at least 2.0 stereo, I think. Yeah, I'd say so. Yeah. Uh, I want to welcome everybody uh, to the show tonight. I, I'm excited because uh, I want you all to be a part of this with us because you guys really seem to enjoy. Um, we did we did Friday versus Halloween, and uh, it seems like everybody enjoyed that episode a lot. So I figured, you know, I want to give you guys what you want, and I figured, what the hell, let's do it together so you can be a part of the process with us. How does that sound, guys? Uh, while you guys are letting me know how that sounds, I want to welcome my co-host as usual, Nick. Nick, how are you doing, man? You know what, Christian? <clears throat> I have another sinus infection again because Ohio is so weird. And right. so my throat is killing me. But Ooh. tonight is a night of celebrating, man. Tonight is a night of celebrating. I, you know, I, I popped one. Uh, I, tonight, negotiated quite a sizable raise uh, with the owner of my company himself, I said I felt I deserved more money. The profitability of my location says backs that up. He threw out a number. I said, nope, this is what I want. And he said, consider it done. So I'm going to be, I'm making more money now. You know, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm very happy. You know, today's a good day. How are you doing? At first, congratulations, man. That's fantastic. Uh, I'm glad to hear that. That's that's really that's great. That's great. Yeah. Um, I'm good. Uh, can't complain. Long day at work. Got a couple days off. So yeah, it's all good, time, man. Turkey time. Yeah. Uh, let me welcome everybody here. First of all, thank you, Nico. He uh, gave me a five dollar super chat. I appreciate that, uh, Nico. Let me see if I can. Let me see if. Let me see if I can do this on on here. Uh, I got my other computer. If you from now on, if you super chat me, you become a mod. So let me see. Ah. Let me find you, Nico. Uh, add moderator. All right, Nico, you're a moderator. Super chatters become mods. I feel it's it's the right thing to do. Um, let me welcome nuclear fuzzin. I always want to say fusion horror fiend. Uh, Cable channel eleven. Count von Strange the fourth. Dangertainment. Oh, Dangertainment's here. <laughs> uh matthew osman jeff overing uh michigan dipper uh the cat drums three marco sorbetti oh it's rudy rock music for a 90 quentin loves trains and horror movies let's talk some stuff what's going on sam thomason darren jeff overing big crack rock uh jada stingray mid-level media what's up brother good to see you rank Roden, summertime blues 28 uh, John Sipe and Film Connoisseur 89. How is everybody doing? I'm glad to have you all here. Uh, Kalen's here, my buddy Kalen. How you doing, Kalen? Thank you for being a part of a live You Need a Horror <clears throat> podcast. Yeah, happy Thanksgiving week, everyone in the U.S. that celebrates. Uh, if you don't celebrate it, you know, happy week to you anyway. Uh, I hope all you guys have a great holiday with friends and family, eat a bunch of good food and watch some crappy football games and drink alcohol. Yeah. All right. We're going to get started. I don't want, I don't want us to BS too much. I want you guys to be a part of the show with us. Thank you. Quentin loves trains and horror movies. Give me a four ninety nine super chat. God bless you for that. Quentin. I made you a mod. I appreciate Yo, you. 
I, I lied to you. There's one little thing I want to bring up, and I, I really don't want to just talk about Halloween, but listen, I, I, I don't know who else to bring this up to that would care about this. So, and then we're going to the show. Me? What? So, for real. So, I was thinking about Halloween ends a little earlier today. I was listening to Cinemassacre, and I was just catching up on James's videos, and he did a review for the movie, and I was like, I want to see what he thinks about it. And I got to thinking about something in Halloween, the original, that could tie into this Halloween ends. I want to get your thoughts on it. So, we're trying to figure out what the hell Michael is. Is he human? Is he supernatural? Jamie Lee Curtis is calling him... Um, transcends whatever but i'm thinking there is a way to tie in some kind of legitimate cult uh evil thing to this movie that's not thorn it's per se in halloween do you remember the scene of i'm sure you're gonna say yeah of course in halloween when loomis is talking to the graveyard caretaker and the graveyard caretaker says to loomis you know this happens in every town the guy Excuse himself from the table. Exactly. What if that can be tied into what the hell is going on? Like some kind of some kind of curse or something is affecting somebody from each town and making them just go black and go crazy. And that could be involved with this movie. Don't put it past David Gordon Green. Uh and I say that and also just gonna say that John Carpenter himself, I believe. When yeah, when speaking to David Gordon Green, they were talking about it. Said that Halloween Ends is very Christine, very supernatural. Um, I'm, I don't know, I don't know how much credence to give to that, but I'm just saying with David Gordon Green, like love or hate, 2018 and kills, he has gone back and really dug up the nostalgia. He has put little things everywhere, Easter eggs, just downright blatantly put old stuff from the previous movies out there. I wouldn't be, don't be surprised. Right. I mean, yeah. I'm still surprised we have not seen Judas Headstone. Like I mm-hmm. thought that was coming at some point. So don't be surprised. But oh, yeah, I mean, it, it makes sense. You know, it's canon. He talked about old Charlie Bowles. Yep. I, uh, would I you know, like I, that? I, I think I would. I would like the idea of learning about some kind of insane, you know, demonic, uh, you know, ritual thing that was trying to just, you know, it, 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 it would cause one person in each town to just go black and become evil for no reason. Anything that's demonic or anything like that, I dig it. I just, when I heard the, that being talked about, I was like, what if that does tie in with ends? And that explains, but doesn't like, explain. Let me ask the crazy Halloween fan what he thinks. I don't know. Thought it was cool, man. Hey, no, right. it is cool. Yeah. We'll see. Time will tell. We Hopefully we have to wait a year. Knock on, I have glass right here, but knock on wood. Uh, so, guys, if you did not catch the last episode and you're here, just the brief brief synopsis of what we did was Halloween and Friday happen to have the exact same number of entries. I don't know if that's the case right here with Friday with Elm Street and TCM, but we're probably really close in the ballpark. Um, do you have yeah, an idea? Take me. Okay, take cool. Me. Uh, so what we do is we take part one against part one, part two against part two, part three against part three, et cetera, et cetera. You get the idea. And we discuss which film is our favorite, the better. Now you could, the viewer, you can attack this one or two ways. If you want to take it, I, I just like this one better. Cool. If you want to attack it objectively as, as, as best you can. Cool. Uh, but we're going to see what the consensus is between the audience and what me and Nick pick for 
each round. Uh, this is actually going to be really tough. Um, I am I a Freddy guy. Of it. And I, I, mean, I, was, oh, yeah. well, I thought about it earlier and I was like, this can be tough. Yeah. Yeah. It's best not to think about it because yeah. then you're, you know, in the moment. Uh, so it's going to be fun. So without further ado, guys, let's just get right the hell into it. We're going to start with uh, Wes Craven's 1984 classic, A Nightmare on Elm Street, going up against Toby Hooper's original 1974, The Texas chainsaw massacre um right off the bat this is extremely brutal i think nico said it best these first two are going to be murder to choose um i have my gut answer thinking about it makes it a little bit more uh unbalanced to pick or makes it more balanced excuse me to figure out which i'm going to go to but i'll get things started right here right now my gut answer is uh, I think that the Texas Chainsaw Massacre is the greatest horror movie that ever that's ever been. So that's going to be my pick. As hard as it is to say that. Yeah. Um, look, I'm going to go about this one way here with this these two entries. Which one do I like more? Um, it's A Nightmare on Elm Street. Um, which one do I watch more? A Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah. Which is a better movie? it's it's probably texas chainsaw massacre um i'm a halloween guy and we credit a lot of people credit halloween for really starting the the slasher craze and in a way it did but you can't forget psycho black christmas texas chainsaw massacre movies that had elements like that um i i'm gonna go texas as well i i am and that's just me being objective i want to be objective as much as possible here Gun to my head, which one would I rather watch if I was on an island? It's a nightmare on Elm Street, but mm-hmm. Texas Chainsaw Massacre is just a I don't it, it would I don't know, man. It's just it's a pioneer. It pioneered, you know, a lot of what we saw later in the seventies and eighties. And yeah, I think I'm gonna go with Texas. Yeah, you gotta think, dude, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the effect that that movie had, it was banned on television in the UK until the year two thousand. Put that into perspective was banned on television until 2000. That is insane. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I see people already, I, I see Jess Graham losing his mind. Look, man, I don't need to prove that I'm a nightmare fan. I think I've, I've got a, I've got a extremely expensive son of a bitch over here next to me. I've got my posters on the wall. I love my night, my nightmare, but uh, I've said it. I've said this for a couple of years now. I think that the Texas Chainsaw Massacre is the greatest horror movie ever made i don't think it i don't think it's uh for me it hasn't been beat so it's difficult and uh it's tough uh but let's see um jess obviously is a nightmare guy uh let's see noren picks tcm uh dying breed picks t uh nightmare uh let's see Jay picks TCM, Darren TCM, Michigan Dipper TCM, uh, Film Connoisseur TCM, Sam TCM. TCM's got round one, man. Matthew TCM, Jeff Overing TCM, Hard Films TCM, uh, Harafine TCM. Uh, what's up, Drew? I see in the chat. Drew picks TCM. Uh, Kalen Dowden TC, uh, TCM. Uh, Shane picks a nightmare. Nuclear picks nightmare. Yep. Uh, Nico hasn't picked yet. Nico John picks TCM. Nightmare. Yeah. Okay. So it looks like it's about 80 20 
80-20 TCM. So let me, I want to log this down, guys. Uh, I have my little, my little cheat sheet right here. All right, Christian picks TCM. Nick picks Halloween. TCM. <laughs> no, you can't pick Halloween. Uh, no. All right. All right, guys. I think uh, here we go. Let me burp real quick. Nice. So you can hear that. This thing's supposed oh, to yeah. like this thing's supposed to really cut out the audio when I turn it like that. Is it getting lower and lower and lower and lower? Uh, Once you turned uh, it, it stayed at the same. Oh, I'll be damned. Okay. <laughs> so uh, this is where it, it already gets devastatingly interesting. Uh, what's going on, Dave? Uh, so it's about 80-20 TCM over Nightmare on Elm Street. Um, next up, Toby Hooper's Canon Films Masterpiece, The Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2, The Buzz is Back, versus Jack Shoulders, 1985, Sleeper, Masterful Successor, <laughs> Box Office-wise, you name it. Destroyed Nightmare on Elm Street in the box office. Did 150% of what it did at the box office. Nightmare on Elm Street Part 2. Freddy's Revenge. Now, Nick, I'm going to tell you right now. If you remember, TCM2 was in my top 10 favorite horror movies. When we did our second episode of the podcast. It was. Um I'm going to think you're going Nightmare 2 because simply because this Nightmare 2 is your favorite Nightmare movie. TCM 2 isn't your favorite TCM movie. It is my favorite TCM sequel. Oh, okay. Sequel, but not that. This one might be hard for you. Um, I love. I'm 90. I'm 90, 10 on my pick, but I'm building a little (laughs) suspense and I want you to go first and explain why. I love and TCM. The, the, part the chat two. that's really quick. The, the chat has decided it's fr- it's Nightmare on Elm Street Part Two. Just by the yeah, way, they oh have no, decided. I, yeah, I see it. Um, well, we're getting some TCMs come in. Go ahead, Nick. I'll, I'll I'm keeping up with the chat. The, look, Part Two TCM Part Two. I I I love it for what it is. It's so zany. It's so crazy. It's so fun. Just from the opening, great. But it's Freddy's Revenge, man. Freddy's Revenge. There's never been a better look of Freddy. There's never been a more relentless Freddy, I don't think. Um, I just, like you've said many times, Satan, Satan. Like, I'm going, I'm going Freddy's Revenge. All right, before I answer, let's see. Um, uh, Drew picks Nightmare 2. Uh, Rock Music Forever, I, I don't mean to skip you. I'm sorry. Uh Let's see. Uh, John Sipes, Nightmare 2, Nightmare 2, Nightmare 2, TCM, Nightmare 2, Nightmare 2, Nightmare 2, Nightmare 2, Nightmare 2, TCM, Nightmare 2, Nightmare 2, TCM, TCM, Nightmare 2, TCM, TCM, Nightmare 2, TCM, Nightmare 2, Nightmare 2, Nightmare 2, Nightmare 2, Nightmare 2. Nightmare 2, Nightmare 2, Nightmare 2, Nightmare 2, Nightmare 2, TCM, Nightmare 2. Okay, again, it looks like it's about 80-20 Nightmare on Elm Street Part 2. My answer is A Nightmare on Elm Street Part Uh, 2, Freddy's Revenge. uh, My absolute favorite Nightmare on Elm Street film. But I want to say, 
I feel bad because I would have loved to have picked te- Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2 uh, over almost a lot of these entries because it really is my favorite Texas Chainsaw uh, sequel. I prefer it over the remake, although I like the remake. It's it's my number two overall of the entire franchise is Texas Chainsaw Massacre Part 2. I think it's a masterpiece. I think it's a canon masterpiece. You name it. I think it's a Toby Hooper masterpiece. All right, so Freddy's Revenge... And Nick picked Freddy's Revenge, and the audience picked Freddy's Revenge. Matter of fact, let me do that. I'm going to make a column for the majority share of what the audience picks. So the audience has agreed with me and you. So far, the audience has picked Texas Chainsaw Massacre and Freddy's Revenge. Uh, now Christian we and I are going to be a lot closer on this list than we were with the last one we did. I think so. Um, is everybody ready uh, for... Ready, Freddy. Yeah, are we ready to move on? Is everybody ready? Um, next up, New Line Cinema would pick up the rights to a one-character Leatherface. And Jeff Burr, the great Jeff Burr, would direct and helm the project called Leatherface, The Texas Chainsaw Massacre Part 3. And over on New Line Cinema, actually with New Line as well, Bob Shea would continue the success of the Nightmare on Elm Street franchise. And in 1987, uh, remarkably, one of the only horror franchises to do it like Nightmare did, this film did more money than Freddy's Revenge. These movies kept making more money. And at the time, Nightmare on Elm Street Part 3, The Dream Warriors, outgrossed major, major productions from Paramount, Warner Brothers in the box office. Dream Warriors kicked everybody's ass in the box office. So um, I don't mean to set the stage a little uh, uneven with this, but here we are with Texas Chainsaw Massacre 3 Leatherface versus uh, Nightmare on Elm Street Part 3 Dream Warriors. Uh, as the chat is going, Nick, I'll just take it off. I won't build too much suspense on this one. Uh, it's not even close. I love Texas Chainsaw Massacre 3, uh, but Nightmare on Elm Street Part 3 is probably one of the best horror films of the 1980s. So uh, there's, there's just no way I, there's no way in hell I'm picking anything but Dream Warriors here. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't really have much else to, to add to that. Like, you know, hey, as I saw in the chat, shout out Viggo Mortensen. Shout out Ken Forey. You know, shout out Jeff Burr. Uh, but, dude, come on. Dream Warriors is one of the greatest horror sequels, probably, like you said, of the 1980s for sure. Uh, yeah, it's got to be Dream Warriors, and I don't think this is even particularly close. I haven't yeah. seen one vote for TCM yet. I haven't yeah. seen one. All right, let's see what everybody's saying. Uh, okay. Uh, let me get to where I see the very first Dream Warriors. Uh, uh, Nightmare 3, Nightmare 3, uh, Nightmare 3, Nightmare 3, Nightmare oh, 3. I see one TCM. Uh, yeah, I, I want to see who it is so I can shout him out. Nico, uh, I'll be nice. Nico says Nightmare 3. Big Croc Rock, Nightmare 3. Antonis, Nightmare 3. Sam, Nightmare 3. Mode 7, Nightmare 3. Jeff, Nightmare 3. Joe, Nightmare 3. Ben Grimm, Nightmare 3. Shane Ross, Night- Rose, Nightmare 3. Excuse me. Hard <laughs> Films, Nightmare 3. Michigan, Nightmare 3. Butterflies, Nightmare 3. 
Horror Fiend Nightmare 3, Canadian Crip Nightmare 3, Darren Nightmare 3, I'm running out of breath, Q-Tube Nightmare 3, Rock Music Nightmare 3, Manor Nightmare 3, Lopeki Nightmare 3, Matthew Osmond Nightmare 3, Vanderhoff Nightmare 3, Collinwood Nightmare 3, Cable 11 Nightmare 3, Jaden Christopher Nightmare 3, and I hear you Jaden, I love TCM too. Uh, the next one, rock music. Uh, Jaden Christopher says uh, Nightmare is the best. Dreamways is the best Nightmare film. That's a, that's a popular thing. Jay the Stingray hasn't picked. He just said shout out. I'm assuming Jay picks Nightmare 3, though. Nuclear says Next Generation. <laughs> We're not there yet. Oh, he's answering the other guy. I'm sorry. Uh, Nightmare 3, e- uh, Ebert Thawne. Uh, really quick, I want to say uh, happy birthday to uh one orc one four five six two six orc if you're listening we love you we want you to have a great birthday all right so it's 99 to one <laughs> i don't i don't see the uh tcm i, I thought i might have misread it because there was somebody that said in the chat this is hard for them because they love tcm3 and they believe it's underrated that was jaden okay that was jaden so all right, so everybody is completely tied. Uh, all right, Christian Dream Warriors, Nick Dream Warriors, and the chat Dream Warriors. Um, all right, everybody is completely tied. You're good, Antonis. Um, nice to see and you. And I, man. Nuclear's calling me out. CHA knows where it's at. Look at the background. Leatherface doesn't even get screen real estate. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I figured let's give New Nightmare some love. Um, I guess we're ready to move on. I'm sure the chat is ready to move on. Uh, Numero quattro. Yeah, so uh, it's the mid-90s. Mid-level says Dream Warriors. It's the mid-90s. Uh, Leatherface has been dormant for a few years. Um, the film that was made but barely arrived. I think got a little bit of TV time on HBO back in the day, but did not really go theatrical. There's a lot of speculation around why. Uh, Some say it was McConaughey's uh, team that kind of wanted the film buried because he had become a really popular star by this point. And uh, they did not want this film to see the light of day. And I can understand why, because he was bat, you know what, in this movie. Quite frankly, a thrilling performance from McConaughey. Uh, but TCM, the next generation, would uh, quietly arrive in 1994. And on the New Line Cinema front, uh, yet again, Freddy would not only succeed, but surpass Dream Warriors in the box office, making just shy of $50 million in the box office is A Nightmare on Elm Street Part 4, The Dream Master. Uh, Nick, I'm going to go second on this, um, but I'm sure that the, there's a lot of hate for uh, Next Generation. Uh, I, I think it's well-founded, man. I do, and look, look, I get it. McConaughey is crazy in this movie. It's a role that he was written, and he de- he delivered in spades. Um, I've never been able to stand Renee Zellweger in anything she's in. I, ju- I just can't stand her. Uh the movie definitely suffers from an identity crisis. Uh, I'm, I'm going, I'm going Nightmare Four. It's fairly easy for me because I feel like Nightmare Four, at least up until New Nightmare, was like, I feel like it was like the perfect Freddy. You were in the era of 
the quips and one-liners, but still scary enough. Um, yeah, the next generation, every time I watch it, is painful. It's just, uh, I don't mean to hate on anyone if they like it. You know, to you, more power to you. I wish I could enjoy it, but I just don't. So Nightmare 4. I, I, I hear you. I can't relate. I actually think that the next generation is, uh, quite frankly, remarkable. Um, nah, I, I know think- you do. I think I I think Zellweger is great. I think uh, look, only one of these two movies have two. Uh, I, I think somebody actually said it. Only one of these two movies have two uh, Oscar winners in it, and it's not the Dream Master. No. That being said, it's actually hard. I I do enjoy Next Gen. I, I feel like I was in before. It was a little cool to be a Next Gen fan. Um, but I hated it the first time I watched it. I will say that I bought the DVD years and years ago. I hated it. Uh. Hate to not pick next gen, but I, I I mean the Dream Master is a special effects extravaganza, amazing soundtrack. You, you can't go can't go wrong with the Dream Master. So, uh, but if you have anybody that's in the chat, because I see some people that they just hate Next Generation. Uh, if you hate it, then don't watch it again. But if you're just picking Dream Master because you love Dream Master, I would say watch Next Generation again. It's actually it's 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 pretty nutty. Uh, but it looks like Nightmare Four has has won. Uh, Nightmare Four, 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 Nightmare Four. Um, next gen, we got a next gen vote in there. Uh, Nightmare Four, Nightmare Four. Yeah, it's again, it's ninety, it's eighty. I'd say eighty five, fifteen. See, I see a little bit of love in here for Next Generation, which is great, which is great, but. Uh, it looks, it looks like Nightmare Four is take taking this one again. Uh, so so Freddie is Freddie is taking. We're everybody's we're, tied. Yeah, the cha- the chat's tied. Nightmare One TCM. Dream Master for Christian. <clears throat> we got the Dream Master for the chat, but we got some love for. Don't worry, I'm not. I'm seeing you guys. I'm seeing some love for uh, <laughs> Star Trek: The Next Generation. Dude, and and really quick before we move on with Renee Zellweger. Anytime I think of her, I think about the skit in Family Guy where they have <laughs> her as an anteater eating ants at a picnic. And I can't stop thinking about it. It's scarred. I think anteaters are disgusting. I think they're terrifying. So like that is just burned into my brain. But yeah. All right. It is time. Oh. I actually think that that chainsaw might be cranking up a little bit for this round. Oh, it is. Uh, one year later, just one year later, actually, I think less than a year later, New Line Cinema and Bob Shea would get a little too greedy and they would rush production on uh, 1989's Nightmare on Elm Street Part 5, The Dream Child, which was actually made by a very talented director who really had a love for practical effects such as stop motion, which I, I will never not appreciate. Um, the film would do good at the box office. I think Dream Child would rank in r- rank in uh, just shy of thirty million, which was still leaps and bounds above what Halloween Five or um, uh, Friday the Thirteenth Part Eight did. So Freddie was still very dominant in this time, uh, and Texas Chainsaw would be silent. The buzz would turn off, or the chainsaw would be off for nearly a decade until two thousand three. When we would get the Platinum Dunes. Michael Bay. Michael Bay produced the Texas 
Chainsaw Massacre. Um, what do we say? Is this an easy Texas pick? Chainsaw. Easy. And, and like you said, cannot preface this enough with the Dream Child had a lot of promising things to it. But because yeah. of the Rush production, because of a lot of things, it just never got to be what it really deserved to be. Um, TCM03 is like one of the best horror remakes ever. Um, that movie's a banger. So it's it's 03. All right, let's see. Uh, TCM03. Uh, T, uh, I can't tell if, if Triple Features vote for Dream Child. Uh, Jaden picks TCM. Rock Music Forever looks like they're picking TCM. Uh, Dangertainment, TCM, Cat Drums, TCM, Shane Ross, TCM, It Ain't No Butterflies, TCM, Drew Picks, TCM by a Country Mile. And being that you're from Texas, you know what a Country Mile is. Uh, Caitlin says, Alexander Daddario, enough said. Well, brother, I love you, but you know, you might be puffing on that, you might be puffing on that dragon a little hard, man. We're not there (laughs) yet. TCM, 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 Film Connoisseur picking Nightmare 5. Give me a private message, you get a free digital code for that one. Ice Ice Cody says, both movies are terrible. Let's have fun, and you got to pick one. TCM, Big Crack Rock. TCM, Dave Vanderhoff. TCM, Kalen Dowden. TCM, John Sype. TCM, Antonis. TCM, Darren. TCM, Harfine. TCM, Ben Grimm. And I am going to say that my pick is not A Nightmare on Elm Street Part 5. Sweeping the panel again is TCM 03. Jesus, have mercy. This is a uh, what do I say, man? Everybody is aligning tonight. Yes, everybody is aligning. It'll be a tonight. full moon. But I think that things are actually about to really start. This this one's going to be interesting. I think uh, with the success of the 2003 the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, um, the team would start to produce another entry. Uh, but interestingly enough, they would do a I would call it a half a chapter before prequel. Not going to Leatherface's true youth, seeing a very uh, small glimpse of him, but the film would revolve around the demise of the town of where the uh, the Hewitts lived and the degradation of the town of Texas that they're at, uh, going down to nothing and having no one around it and catching stragglers and making their, you know, horrific home what it is. Uh, TCM, uh, the beginning, would come out in around 2006, I believe, and actually be the first T- Texas Chainsaw Massacre I saw in the theater, which scared the hell out of me as a kid. Same here. Uh, a great entry, quite frankly. I, I love it. Um, but back over on New Line, they would go out with a bang. At least that's what we could call it. 1991, we would see Freddy's Dead, The Final Nightmare. Now, I have a feeling that the chat is either going to pick Freddy's Dead because they haven't watched the new beginning, uh, the Texas Chainsaw of the beginning that often, or maybe not seen it because it did, it did kind of fall under the wayside over the years. Or they just hate Freddy's Dead and they will pick anything over Freddy's Dead. But I think this is going to be interesting. Nick, do you want to take it away? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. It's it's the beginning. Uh, very rarely do you get a horror remake as good as 2003's Texas Chainsaw Massacre is. 
even more rarely do you get a pseudo follow-up to that movie or just visiting that timeline again and have it be damn near as good as that remake. Uh, the beginning's awesome. Awesome. And, and the biggest thing about those two movies, I think personally, is Andrew Broniarski, who played Leatherface. He's right. just incredible. Yeah. Um, and Arlie Ermey is just perfect. Uh, he was born for that role. I'm telling you. Um, yeah, dude, it's, it's the beginning. I love that movie. First TCM movie I saw in theaters. Uh, and I just think that it's brutal and it's badass. Um, I hear you, man. Um, and I'm gonna tell you right now. Let me look at the chat. Let's see what the chat's saying. I will say. One of my favorite things about the beginning is that they all die. I loved that you think she's going to get away and he just hacks her up. Mm-hmm. That, that was awesome. Love that. Do me a favor, Nick. Make your left hand Freddie. Make your right. Uh, never mind, because we have way too many people voting. Just try to keep telling your head. Freddie's dead. TCM beginning. I'll just say TCM instead of saying TCM the beginning. Um, f- Freddie's dead. Freddy's dead. TCM. 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 If you just if you don't vote, but you say something negative about one of the films, I'm just gonna say you're picking the other one. Freddy's dead. The beginning. Freddy's dead. Freddy's dead. The beginning. The beginning. Freddy's dead. Freddy's dead. The beginning. The beginning. Freddy's dead. Freddy's dead. The beginning. Freddy's dead. The beginning. Freddy's dead. Freddy's dead. The beginning. Freddy's dead. Freddy's That's dead. Third. That's 14. Freddy's dead and 12. The beginning. Well, make it 15. Freddy's dead. Cause I'm picking Freddy's dead. You sons of bitches. All right. The chat has spoken. It's close, but I'm going with Freddy's dead. It's a higher level of filmmaking. Some of you are just not ready for it. It's close, but the chat is smoking. Shout out to Jay the Stingray and Steak Sauce. I saw him pick Freddy's Dead. Drew, you'll come around. I know you really wanted to pick Freddy's Dead. Uh, but um, Nick, you picked the beginning, which I will say I love the beginning. Uh, but we finally have the first kink in the in the armor. Nick, you have a betrayed me in the chat. The chat has picked Freddy's Dead. <laughs> Uh, I should have seen the faces I was just making at you, man. <laughs> uh, well, such is no, life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, you're. I'm surprised. I am surprised. I know you have a soft spot for this movie. Like I've always known that, but I really thought because I know you like O three in the beginning a lot too. I was like, he's gonna pick the beginning. Let me tell you something, dude. Look right there. That is an original '91 Freddy's Dead poster from a I video know. store. Thank you, Jay. The Stingray he says, "Dollar forty nine super sticker, making a Freddy's Dead super sticker." No, oh, no. Cat Drum says, "Freddy's Dead is king." Freddy's Dead, my top three Freddy movies. I'm I'm just gonna change Drew's pick. Drew Drew didn't pick TCM. He picked Freddy's Dead. All I'll right, you my pretty. Another super sticker. <laughs> Jay probably did that on accident. Keep keep him coming, Jay. <laughs> Jay, are you 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 probably is Jay the Stingray a moderator? If you super chat, you become a moderator. All right, 
the chat, you guys, I, you guys have made me so happy. Freddy's Dead One. You, Triple feature you, is messing with you right there. It don't matter. I don't. I don't have a <laughs> sense of humor. I don't have a sense of humor. So if you pick Freddy's Dead, I love you. If you pick TCM, I like you. All right. So again, we're about to get very interesting. Okay, this is about to get very. This is what I was excited about this one. Because these are two films that I love. After the beginning, Texas Chainsaw Massacre will be quiet for a few years. Uh, we would go through an, uh, the remake phase, second, the second wave of the remake phase in the 2000s. While Texas Chainsaw had their say, we would start to see Nightmare on Elm Street be remade. Excuse me, you would see Halloween, then Friday, then Nightmare, among a lot of other remakes. <laughs> Excuse me, tons and tons of other remakes. And... That wave would kind of die down, but as soon as it died down, I'll never forget going to the theater to see a movie called Your Next. And in the trailer, for the trailer, in the, excuse me, in the previews of that, all of a sudden I hear a voice say, start a new year with a familiar face. And I hear a chainsaw go off and I'm like, oh my God, what is this? And then I see the Texas Chainsaw excuse me, Texas Chainsaw 3D, and it was billed as an as the sequel to the original. And then over in the New Line ear side of things, uh, Freddy's Dead was not, uh, while it was very profitable at the box office, because that's all Freddy does is make money, uh, in the mid-90s, Bob Shea figured, well, you know, maybe we can do something else. Did we? Do we really need to end this here? And so... Uh, Texas Chainsaw 3D would come out. Excuse me. New Nightmare would come out. We already talked about Texas Chainsaw 3D. Uh, Built by the great Wes Craven. And this would make a new meta-style movie and bring Freddy into another uh, dimension, so to speak. I call him the German Freddy because he always had like a German vibe to me. Yeah. <laughs> a great movie with very positive reviews, but the movie was not a sail-away uh, hit at the box office. And I don't think that three years was enough for them to... Uh, really get a space between that and Freddy's dead. So I don't, I'm not surprised that the film didn't make money, but it is regarded as a good movie by uh, most horror fans. So uh, this is a tough one because you've got what I would consider a, you know, sillier for lack of a better term, term, good, bad horror movie with Texas Chainsaw 3d. And you've got a legitimately, you know, well-received uh, film new nightmare that was not as uh, profitable and it's a heyday. So which, which way do you think uh, we're leaning here, Nick? So I remember the, the theater, just like you start the new year with a familiar face. I was excited. Um, dude, Daddario. Oh, before I get my pick, Daddario. I love her. I love her. Um, it's, it's new nightmare. If I'm being objective, New Nightmare is a better made film. It's a better acted film. It knows what time period it's set in. Um, it takes itself seriously. Uh, that's one thing that TCM uh, 3D doesn't do. and, and Or TC, TC 3D, I guess, doesn't do. And that's fine because it knows that. Um, but, yeah, it's it's got to be that for me. It's got to be uh, New Nightmare. One of my favorite Nightmare movies. Made Freddy scary again, dare I say. So, I always love the scenes in the beginning of New Nightmare where you see Wes making an Elm Street film. Yeah. More blood, don't be stingy. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, before I give my answer, let me look at the chat. Um, it started see. off a lot of Texas Chainsaw. Now I'm seeing a lot more new. A nightmare. lot of new nightmare. Yeah. All right. I'm gonna kind of just kind of say them, Nick, and you kind of keep tally. The the balance of power in your head. New nightmare. New nightmare. TCM. New nightmare. TCM. Uh, new nightmare. Uh, TCM. TCM. New nightmare. New nightmare. TCM. TC. New, TCM. TCM. Uh, new nightmare. New nightmare. TCM. New nightmare. New nightmare. New nightmare. TCM. New nightmare. New nightmare. TCM. TCM. New nightmare. New nightmare. TCM, new nightmare, new nightmare, new nightmare. Mm, new nightmare, 20, new nightmare. New nightmare 20, is winning this. 23 to 11 so far, new nightmare. Um, new nightmare. I see Jay picking new nightmare. Um, honestly, this is really tough, but, uh, you know, I got to say, dude, I love me some Texas Chainsaw 3D. <laughs> don't, don't. <laughs> Woo! I'm picking Texas Chainsaw 3D for the beautiful and talented Alexandria and the pimp Trey songs. Texas oh. Chainsaw 3D. If you're a look, dude, I'm picking Texas Chainsaw 3D. I love Texas Chainsaw 3D. Welcome to Texas. Ooh, I love her too. Ooh. And the crowd Dario picks New Nightmare. Great. The crowd finally betrayed me. Uh look, you tell I just picked Freddy's Dead. It should make total sense to you that I picked Texas Chainsaw 3D. <laughs> no, I know. I, I'm not surprised. I'm disappointed. When, when that broad says, oh, my God, oh, my God. And she's like, look under there. Look under there. And Trey Songz is like, what's wrong? And he turns around and she starts taking her clothes off without hesitation. <laughs> oh, man. I'd be yanking my clothes off, son. <laughs> Oh, Dario. I don't care if I heard the chainsaw. I would say, that's fine. Just a few more minutes. Who cares? The doors are locked. That broad is fine, man. Woo! I'm getting hot, son. Oh, I have to wake my wife up after this one. Yeah. Oh, my God. We got a danger there. Fun watch, but got to go back to works. Can't wait for the Chucky verse episode in the future. Uh, So. Nick, you picked New Nightmare, and the chat picked New Nightmare. This is the first time that the uh, chat betrayed me. Uh, but Texas, all the people that picked Tex- Texas Chainsaw 3D, God bless you, and God God keep you. But honestly, <laughs> I really do love New Nightmare, guys. Uh, it if, if I'm gonna watch one of the two, um, I'm going New Night. I'm going Texas Chainsaw. I'm sorry, I'm just going Texas Chainsaw. The entertainment, you become a, pa- a moderator. Uh, thank you for that so much. Um, but let's get things back on track. Let's get things back on track. Um, so I guess we're putting Freddy versus, are we putting Freddy versus Jason in this? I was working the under the assumption we weren't because there was only one more TCM movie. So I thought we were going to go remake versus Leatherface. Because if we put Freddy versus Jason in here, it's lopsided. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're totally right. Yeah. Uh, okay, guys. So let me set the stage. This is going to be picking the lesser of two evils. <laughs> Not for okay. me. I like the remake of Nightmare. So you All guys right. know my pick. 
Thank you so much, Quentin, for the $1.99 Super Chat. I appreciate that so much. Uh, I don't know what the hell those are, Jada Stingrays. Those cucumbers or pickles? Um, Cucumbers. Anyway, uh, so let me set the stage. I like to set the stage. Uh, so in the mid two thousands, which were great years for me, I was thriving. Um, uh, (laughs) we would see the success of Rob Zombie's Halloween entries, and we would also see the massive success of the 2009 and night Friday, the 13th remake, which I did pick over, uh, Halloween kills in the previous episode. Still not okay with it. Still not okay with it. Uh, but Nightmare on Elm Street would get its time in 2010. I would remember the buzz for this movie. Uh, it was quite something. Um, I would see this movie, enjoy it in the theaters, but lesson on it throughout the years. I don't have a whole lot of positive to say about it, but that doesn't mean that I don't have some positive to say about it. And you guys probably know my opinion well by this point. I don't, I don't need to... I don't need to tell you guys this again and again. Nick, you look like you got something to say. You just want to go ahead and say it. Don't give your answer yet, but whatever no, it was. Okay. I'm reading the chat on my laptop. So, okay. Like... You, oh, okay. Um, over on the Texas end of things, uh, one of my old band members would hit me up. And I'm just going to be honest. I've never told me, told this story. One of my ba- my band members hit me up from my previous band, uh, Jeremy. And he would say, dude, I got the new Leatherface movie. I, I really like it, dude. You want to come over and let's watch it, bring your wife, and we'll have a just chill grill night and stuff and watch the movie. We go over there and um, we watch Leatherface. Um, and he loved it. And I remember we watched it. Me and my wife didn't really say much. We're watching the movie. We, we tell him goodnight. We drive home. Me and my wife look at each other. And everybody gives me shit because, oh, Christian loves everything. I talk about the things I love, but that's the beauty of this podcast is because I have the ability right here in front of you to say, Leatherface 2017 can kiss my ass. It's a piece of shit. I'm picking the Nightmare remake every day of the week, twice on Sunday. I hate Leatherface. I think it's terrible. Now, how about that? That's right. I said it. I knew you were going to go this way. And and honestly, I'm happy you did because I would have been very disappointed in you uh, had you not. Look, all jokes aside, a lot of the issues people have with Nightmares remake are pretty simple. Uh, CGI rather than practical effects. Um, the failed twist that they kind of set up and then they're like, JK, um, you know, and what's her face? Rooney Mara as Nancy. Like, but those pale in comparison to the issues with Leatherface. Now, don't get me wrong. I I don't think it's a piece of shit. I really don't. I don't like it. But it's not good. Um, and I do think there are redeeming qualities about Nightmare 2010. So I'm going Nightmare. I'm going Nightmare, as Drew's been saying in the chat all night, by a country mile. <clears throat> Yeah, I mean, look, and I'm 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 being a little animated. Uh, I don't hate Leatherface. This is this is the honest truth. Okay, uh, I just like to try to mess with you guys a little bit. Uh, me and my wife, we got done. We looked at each other, and we both said, "That wasn't a Texas Chainsaw movie. No, that felt nothing like a Texas Chainsaw movie." And we were just so bummed out with it. I liked some of the cast. 
I remember, uh, I remember Jeremy was telling me, he's like, dude, you, 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 you've got to see them banging over the dead body. Oh, dude, that was so fudged up. I thought it was hilarious. I, 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 you know, first of all, the, the movie was filmed. God knows where wasn't even in America. Now look, TCM three filmed in Cali. True. But those were Texas roads. That looks like Odessa, Midland, Texas. I worked there a bunch. That's what it looked like. So Jeff Burr gets points because he made Cali look like Texas. I've, I, I, I know what that looks like. That is legitimately looks like Texas. So even though it's Cali, Cali does have a lot of places like that. Having been there myself, I can tell you, 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 you go from coastline to desert, like in 15 minutes. So kudos to them. Yeah. Drew and Baldy got, told me Bulgaria, uh, which was actually where you said they were going to film Halloween returns. And Malik yep. was like, "No." Nah, Malik said, "No." Yeah, but listen, guys, I, I, I don't mean to sound that that harsh. That's not my style. No, I'm not a big fan of Leatherface. I really don't like anything about that film. Uh, it's not for me, as they say. I just, I can't, and I, I really hate saying this because it's kind of cheap to say, and it's not something I can express. But you, you, you guys are either gonna. Uh, uh, you guys are either going to disagree with me or agree with me when I say this. Um, that film feels nothing like a Texas Chainsaw Massacre film. Now, if you ask me, well, what does? I would say every single entry before totally feels like a Texas Chainsaw Massacre film. Every single one. Yes, even including part four, because that was, as a matter of fact, that one was the closest to the original because I think it was all done in uh, the the cat the production crew and everything were Texas locals. Uh, McConaughey's from Texas, for God's sake. So, um, you know, it's no question. It's Nightmare Remake all day. And it looked like the chat agreed. I I saw way more nightmares, uh, way more nightmares than uh, Texas. Matter of fact, I see nothing but just just hatred for for leather. Well, at the beginning, I saw in the chat at the beginning, people said some people were saying the nightmare remake is an abomination guys. I, I will beat this drum till I am dead. It is not, it's not, it's, it is not. I mean, is, is it great? No. Can you pick massive flaws? Yeah. But I just could, I can never get behind that sentiment that it is just like the worst thing ever created. (laughs) I've, I've seen far worse horror remakes. I really have. So I don't know. I mean, it, you know, we all have our opinions. That's fine. But like, I think comparatively, comparatively like Jackie Earl Haley alone is it's better great. than any character you got in Leatherface. Anyone. Oh, dude. Well, I mean, so, and, and look, Leatherface was a very modest budget. You know, it's it's not an even playing playing field. It's not. We're talking major motion picture companies, major production companies, Platinum Dunes. And I think Leatherface was a was it Dark Sky or something? It's very, very modest, very modest. So, uh, but I, you know, look, I've watched, I watched Leatherface twice. I watched it when I was at his friend, my, you know, I watched it when I was at Jeremy's house and then I bought it. Cause I was like, you know, I want to own all the Texas chainsaw films, still own the film. And I watched it again and I was like, you know what, man, it's not for me. I, I just don't, I don't like anything about this movie, um, which sucks. Believe me, like. I don't like saying that with these big franchises. I can undoubtedly say I love every Elm Street, 
I, I damn near love. I, I love every Halloween as much as we poke fun at resurrection. You and me had so much fun doing a commentary on that. We you did. can't deny that. Those, and, but Leatherface, look, maybe I need to do a commentary one day with you on Leatherface or anybody oh. again just to see how that would go. Maybe I'll change my mind and say, look, dude, when, you, when we get together and watch it, you know, blah, blah, blah. But I just don't know, man. For me, it's no question. Uh, I, I got to give it to the Elm Street remake. So let me tally up where we're at. Uh, this has been fun. All right. Uh, Elm Street. The chat picked Elm Street. And we're going to see what's the ratio. I'm about to ratio some people on the chat right now. What happened? I'm just kidding. Uh, I, well, I don't want anyone to like, you know, think I'm not coming down on you hard. If, if you don't like the nightmare remake, that's totally fine. You know, like we, dude, I agree, Jaden. Uh, I don't, I think that nightmares remake is better than Rob Zombie's Halloween personally. Uh, and, and that is not a position I held 10 years ago. But as time has gone on, man, I don't know. Maybe it's not because I really do like the second half of that movie. Um, if they would have not made him a child molester and he was innocent, damn it. Why did they change dude, it? It was brilliant. It was brilliant. It, the, the scene that always stands out to me. I've talked to you about this is when Quentin is in his dad's office convinced like, dude, you guys convicted and you killed an innocent man. Like we were kids. We would have said anything like the acting's great in that moment. It's just great. And they just botched it. They completely. It's almost like it. they changed their mind because it was yeah. so convinced. Let, let, let's say this: somebody brought some up. Uh, we know we've got a new Texas film coming to Netflix, which is a really big variable. I mean, I don't know what to think about a Texas Chainsaw film coming to Netflix for God's sake. Oh, dude, sake. don't worry, Christian. You're gonna love it, man. It's a movie that takes place in Texas, and the underlying message is anti-guns. So, like, it's just hey, gonna make hey, hold on. Story first. If it's got the, if it's okay. if it's a movie that has a story with this, I don't care. I loved Spiral, and that was clearly a movie about bad police. But it was story before message. That's my only thing. Don't just tell me message and oh, oh yeah, I got a story. You know what I mean? I just worry that it sold to Netflix because they saw their final product and they were like, ah, this is shit. Like <laughs> no one's gonna go see this. I am gonna watch it, and I I am. That is right. <laughs> that is right, Shane. But I am cautiously optimistic because I hate I did not like Leatherface. So it's right. kind of hard to be worse than oh, that. Oh, this is a reset. There's no way that Leather this ain't gonna I, I would doubt that this feels anything like Leatherface. Yeah. But look, I, I see some of you guys in the chat where you're all saying like uh no, blah blah blah. Uh we'll watch it, then we'll judge, okay? Let's be optimistic, you know. I see. I hear you, Jay. We don't. We don't need social commentary in films like that. No story. Story before any kind of message. I don't. If if I don't know you have a message, you did your job. Story first. That's all I care about. And the movies that have social commentary that handle it well, it's because they have good story. They have. They're led by good performances. The original Candyman is a social commentary. But most people don't really think. Let of me that let me hold on. No, no, no. Let me let me tell you. And I'm not I'm not disagreeing. With, let me tell you a perfect example of a social of a social commentary movie. Larry Cohen's The Stuff. It's about consumerism. It's about how we blindly how how big corporations blindly make us buy the same stuff over and over again. No pun intended. The stuff. And that's what that movie's about. Larry Cohen has talked about it. That is one of the greatest examples ever. It is. True. It, it, it is. Absolutely. Bernard Rose has talked about it openly. You know, uh, 
Oh, Candyman is one that there's always debate on Candyman. It, man. Bernard Rose has talked. So has Clive Barker openly uh, or not Clive Barker. Was that a Clive Barker original? No. Well, he no. wrote a short story. Yeah, one. short story. Yeah. But now Bernard Rose has talked about that, that was always his intention. Um, if you didn't, you know, my wife you think that from that, that's totally fine, but it was always the intention. And, you know, my wife really quick before we move on, my, when I, I met my wife saw Candyman for the first time the other night. She watched it. She never went to the theater with 2021. Me. Right. 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 And yeah. I was telling, I was like, Sydney, what did you think of it? And she goes, I liked it. I was like, so what do you, she, she was like, so what did you like about it? And she was like, well, it's cool that, you know, the first one it's through the eyes of, of. I was asking her, I was like, you know, there's a lot of controversy. There are people that think this film is social propaganda and other people don't, blah, blah, blah. What do you think? And she, Sydney's always like really blunt and simple. This is what I love about my wife. She goes, well, the first movie's through the eyes of a white person and this one's through the eyes of a black person. So that's why they look and feel differently. And I was like, you got a, you got a pretty good point. You can't say that. You can't say that sometimes, though, because it hurts people's delicate sensibilities sometimes. And, you know, if we're, we just got to be honest sometimes and, and say that, you know, the I I don't think personally, Christian, you and I talked about this when the movie came out. I don't think personally that Candyman 2021 laid anything on too thick. I really don't think it does until maybe the very end with what happens to Anthony. Like that was kind of on the nose. And you know what I'm talking about. That right. was kind of on the nose. But everything else in that movie was it, it's allegory. It's it's metaphors. It's it's culture. Um, I didn't think anything else aside from that one moment was on the nose. Um, I, I, uh, I was really concerned about Candyman 2021. And I don't even like to think about w w whether it is a social commentary, this or that. I love how simply my wife put it. The original is through the eyes of a white person. And this one was through the eyes of a black person. And it, I can see the film, even though I'm not black, I see that perception that it had. I liked it way more than, uh, I think you agreed, like ha Halloween Kills. Like I'd take, Can I'd take Candyman over it. Ten times over. Ten times dude, over. The 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 candy man that they had throughout the majority of the film, that dude, my I mean my wife was talking about she was like, that dude was perfect. He was creepy as hell. I love he comes him. out of the wall. Mm -hmm. oh, he's that smile. He's no. Anyway, so let's wrap it up. This has been so fun. We'll have to do a candy man debate soon. It looks like uh I'd love to. You know. <laughs> I, I, I took speech and debate in high school and I made somebody cry. Okay, so I <laughs> I'm all about the well, you, You've made me cry. All right, so check it out. <laughs> Round one, Texas Chainsaw Massacre took the pick with me, you, and the crowd. Round two, Freddy's Revenge swept the board again. Me, you, and the crowd. Round three, Dream Warriors swept. I think that was probably the biggest sweep out of all of them was uh, Dream Warriors. It wasn't even close. Round four again. Excuse me, Dream Master. Everybody has agreed up until this point. Round five, TCM, the remake, swept the board. Everybody has completely agreed. Now, this is where Nick had to be difficult. Oh, I had to be round, difficult. Round six, me and the crowd picked Freddy's Dead, which I'll be honest with you, shocked me that the crowd picked Freddy's Dead. Recount. Recount. No we recount. Audit. We need to audit the votes in this live chat. I'm not accepting it. Yeah. Uh, TC in the beginning was what you picked, Nick. Round seven, this is where the crowd lost their way. 
and they picked New Nightmare along with you. I picked TCM, uh, Texas Chainsaw 3D. Yes, yes, you did. The final round, Elm Street swept the board. So I, out of one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, I have one, two, three, five to two Elm Street on my end. It's eight. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I'm sorry. Yeah, uh, hold on. Or is it six to two? One, two, three. Okay, so it's five to three. I had Texas Chainsaw 3D, TCM Remake, and TCM Original against five. So it's five to three Elm Street for me. For the crowd, it was one, two. For the crowd, it was uh, six to two Elm Street. Mm. And for you... It was six to two. So the Elm Street fanatic had more Texas Chainsaw picks than everybody else by one. But still, I mean, that's I but didn't hey, expect we it going closer. this way. We were a lot closer, five to three and six to two, rather than last time. I was eight to four, and you were eight to four the opposite way. So how crazy is that, man? But hey, I'm very proud of my Texas Chainsaw picks. the The original Texas Chainsaw, uh, Texas Chainsaw 2003. Uh, and Texas Chainsaw 3D. And and I I just want to say to anybody that maybe, you know, you love Freddy, Michael, Jason, never, ever forget about Leatherface. Because the Texas Chainsaw Massacre movies have shown you some shit that you don't get in, ma- in a lot of mainstream horror movies. Like, even the bad ones. Leatherface. I mean, Drew mentioned it in the chat. And you were talking about it, too. Banging on a dead body. These, these, these psychos. Like... There's some stuff that this franchise does that just it stands out, man. And it is it is a damn good franchise. I I, I love it. I love it. I, sometimes I hate pitting these franchises against each other because you don't want to feel like you are like disparaging another one. But yeah. And let me ask the chat and Nick, you as well. Out of all the movies we discussed, what is the number one out of all of these? For uh, you? Tonight. Yeah. Um, it's Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I, it's just, I, it's either, it's Texas Chainsaw Massacre and then Freddy's Revenge. That's how I would rank it one and two out of all 16 of these movies. It's Texas Chainsaw Massacre is just, it, it literally, as Kalen says, set the bar. Like it set the bar and it set it pretty damn high. Um, and luckily, you know, Halloween came in and it didn't drop the ball. After that, yeah, Freddie's dead, Ken. For absolutely, um, I just I she's a winner every <laughs> night, every night, dude. Uh, she um, is, she is, uh, she's got it going on, as they say. But I and I think you'd probably agree, right? TCM and then Freddie's dead. Those are Freddie's revenge. Freddie's revenge. My bad. Without um, question, Freddie. Yeah, TCM and Freddie's revenge. Without question. Uh, I, I'm really bummed out that I wasn't able to pick Texas Chainsaw Massacre two. If I could have had one Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie make it that didn't, it would have been Texas Chainsaw Massacre two. Again, it's my. Uh, I haven't ranked the franchise yet. Spoiler alert, but it's my second favorite in the entire franchise <laughs> is Texas Chainsaw Massacre two. Uh, it's just, it's exa- everything I love about uh, '80s horror comedies. So. It sucks that I couldn't pick that, but Jesus, I mean, you're going up against Freddy's Revenge. You don't have much of a shot. I don't care who you, you don't are. have a shot, man. I mean, if you'd you have really put TCM don't. against Freddy's Freddy's, uh, if you'd have put TCM against uh, Freddy's Revenge, I'd have been like, how long do I have to think it over? You know, 
That would have been interesting. But I think you, like you said just a minute ago, you know, objectively speaking, it's TCM, the first film, just for the bar it's set. I mean, it's just Franklin in the wheelchair. It's just, I would hate to be a person in a wheelchair in a I horror. I love Franklin. Franklin's yeah, I know. <laughs> Come on, Franklin. It's going to be a fun trip. <laughs> That's the worst. Like, and then you got it. It went in Friday too, dude in the wheelchair. Like, if you're in a wheelchair in a horror movie, dude. Oh, man. I don't know. Now, that sucks. Now, look, this was so fun, guys. You need to tell me, what are we doing next? Which, because if you guys love this, guess what? Face offs are fun. I'm going to give it to you. What are we doing next? Give me two franchises. I Someone have a feeling said earlier Chucky versus Leprechaun, and I just <laughs> it's not I can't do that. No, it'd be seven we to can nothing. Do, well, look, if you guys want to do child's play, we can. If we don't have to do longer ones, if you got two smaller ones we could do, we could do that. Uh which of the big four have not gotten their due? I think we knocked them all out. We did Freddie and Leatherface, and we did Michael and Jason. So um I'm just saying right now, we could do this. Someone said Chucky versus someone. There are seven child's play movies. No, we couldn't do hey, that. hey. Paranormal activity versus Saw. Oh, let's do it. Would that let's be pimp? Because listen, I, dude, I, think- I love the paranormal activity movies so much. And I love the Saw movies so much. Oh, dude. Paranormal activity three and Saw three are both my favorite oh, franchise. No. Dude. We have got to do this. This is uh, it. Oh my god! This is god. it. I you know love the more that would be exactly. Oh you guys want it? I'm you guys doing want it. it dude. We're X doing. Don't give it to you. Paranormal Activity versus Saw. Now, listen, guys. If you haven't revisited the Paranormal Activities, you got to do it now. You need to be obedient to kin. the sound of my voice. I watched Next of Kin. Watch it if you haven't, guys. It's not bad. Next of Kin was great. Listen to me. I am a prophet of the found footage genre, okay? You have got to go revisit the Paranormal Activity movies because if you think that they're bad, you're wrong. Listen to me. If you haven't watched the Saw movies in a while and you think they're bad, you're wrong. Go watch them all tonight. Be back tomorrow when we do that. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) This is the next one. I don't even know if they have the same amount, but they're ballpark. They don't. It's, It's seven and nine, but we could... Just do the original timeline of Saul up until Jigsaw. Do seven through eight um, without Spiral. Oh, who's I got mean, more films? Who's got more films? Saul does. Yeah. So what's the last Saw film with Paranormal? Because Paranormal now has seven Final entries. Chapter and Next of Kin. So Saw 3D and Next of Kin. Oh, dude, we're good. Next of Kin can hang by itself, do its thing. No, 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 no. It'd be next of Ken versus the final chapter, and then you would have oh. Jigsaw and Spiral. They can have fun. To hell with Jigsaw and Spiral. Yeah, we're I doing hate this. Jigsaw, so yeah. We're doing, um, we're doing, this is going to be great. Oh, God, dude. This is going to be pimp. Okay. We need to wrap it up, guys. This has been really <laughs> fun. Um, hey, yeah. Everybody that uh, super chatted and participated in the chat, we got almost 700 live comments. That's awesome. Amazing. Uh, make sure to leave a like. And uh, I'm glad we started doing these face-offs, man, because you guys seem to like it. And Christian and I have a blast with this. And I'm telling you what, Saul versus Paranormal Activity. I don't even want to get I'm to excited. I am, I am, I I am so excited. 
Uh, Jay says Pennsylvania wins every entry. <laughs> Pennsylvania. All right, guys. I love, I listen, I love you guys. State. The Exorcist versus The Omen. Jesus, mid-level media. You need to get Can. on with all that. <laughs> listen, for real, guys, I'm, I'm, I've had a great time. Uh, I want you guys to say, I would know if you have not watched my previous video, go and check out my, uh, I got the Evil Dead uh, Groovy Collection. Be sure to go check out my video on this. It's beautiful. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna I watch for it for Christmas, so I'd have to spend my own money on it. Are you getting it? I asked for it for Christmas, yeah. You'll love it. I mean, it's, I told it, you I just got a raise, and it's going to be retroactive. So my paycheck this Friday, I'm going to have quite a bit more money than I normally do. So it's I'm lovely. Right. It's really that's Black nice. Black Friday, Christian, so I'm going to Christmas shop this weekend. I'm just saying, it, I got this on Amazon. So, Oh, that's um, a good one, Ken. Jaws versus Scream. Four... Again, I'm tell you right now, Jaws the Revenge is going <laughs> straight to the top. I right, listen. I want to thank everybody. I want to thank uh, uh, Mid Level, Jay the Stingray, Quentin, Nuclear, Film Connoisseur, Nico. Good to see you in here, Nico. All the super chatters tonight. God bless you. Y'all the money ass. goes. Yeah, the money goes back into the channel. Uh, you guys are awesome. All my regulars, all my close <clears throat> friends, all all the new faces: Kalen, Drew, Michigan Dipper, Diaper. Whatever your name is, Mode 7. I'm kidding. You know, I love you. Thank you, Nico. All of you guys were amazing. Marco, Cat Drums, Big Tubby, uh, Antonis, Crack Rock, Bobby, all of you guys, Ice Ice Cody, all of you. God bless everyone. You. you guys were amazing. Um, yes, Cru- Cruel Jaws versus Scream 5. These are some forward thinkers right here. Um, <laughs> uh, I want to, again, thank you guys for so much, Nick. You want to let everybody know where they can find you? Yes. Head on over to the Lost River Drive-In on YouTube. That's the channel. Follow me. The Lost River Drive-In. Well, subscribe to me. The Lost River Drive-In on Instagram. Follow me. And the Lost River DR1 on Twitter because an actual drive-in has the handle the Lost River Drive-In on Twitter. Um, And to everybody that was in here tonight, whether you are new to me, uh, new to the channel, Christian channel, new to the podcast, thank you for participating. You guys were awesome tonight. And uh, like I said, if you celebrate it, I hope you guys have a happy Thanksgiving with your family and friends. Have a great week and get ready to be broke as hell over the next month. So no kidding. Thank you. Uh, Nick, as always, it's been great uh, doing another episode with you. This is on Spotify. Hopefully you're listening to this as well on Spotify. And I want to get Yeah, we're still sponsored by uh, we're still sponsored by Anchor themselves. Trying to get more. I'm trying to get more sponsors uh, working on that. Red Bull. But yet, this is on Spotify as well. So thank you for listening on Spotify. Uh, all the patrons of Christian Hannah Horror, I want to welcome the newest. I've, I've got some new patrons this week. God bless you. Thank you for your support. Um, when we film these episodes, if you're a patron, you oh, yeah. are given a link to watch the actual recording of the episode and listen to me. This is probably the greatest perk I've come up with. For the $3 and up patrons, you get a link to watch us filming the episode so you get to see every blooper, mess up, swear word. Nick's anything. brother taking a piss. All that, of it. That Taco literally Bell happened. Orders. Yeah, yes. the last one, Nick ordered Taco Bell. So uh, the people that were our pa- patrons and saw it, they can attest how nut- nutty it is. You get to see the actual filming of the episode. I'll talk to you in the chat. I'll, you His know, wife came in one time and yelled at him. Chris yeah, she you get to see the most amazing things. And those are for the $3 and up patrons. So, and that's uh, one thing I want to say really quick. I didn't mean to interrupt you, but that's another place you can find me. Patreon, the Lost River Driving on Patreon. 
I do the same thing for Unita. Um, on my second tier and up, you will get a link to the live recordings uh, on my Patreon as well. So check us both out on Patreon because we don't do a lot of these live. Uh, sometimes these can be long discussions and we don't want to get bogged down too much because we want to pay attention to you guys in the chat. Um, so in order to have the interaction like this, if this is something you enjoy, check us out on Patreon. Definitely. With that being said, this was amazing. You guys were amazing. Uh, I love my, I love this podcast. This is my favorite thing I do without question. This is, uh, I, I, I start, I came up with this idea a while back and I was like, Nick, Nick popped up after a long hiatus. Is it, do we, we I had bronchitis. <laughs> he had bronchitis for six, seven years. Um, but listen, guys, we, I really got to go. I have got to go to the bathroom so bad, and I don't, have to, <laughs> I don't have to pee. So when we get off of here, Nick, I'm gone. There's no green room chit chat. <laughs> okay. I'm telling right. you right now, Nick, you did a great job tonight. Thank you. You're you're awesome. You too, uh, can, man. I appreciate the hard work. Uh, you guys are great. We're going. Good night. I love you. Bye. <laughs>